0: Hey, Lizard's Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in March and April, so you could smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Por Laranaga Monte Carlos, H. Upman Connoisseur No. 2, Monte Cristos Especialis No. 2, San Cristobal de la Habana El Principe, H. Upman Half Corona, and for our conversation with Cohiba Production Manager, Danilo Rodriguez Portal, Cohiba Bihike 54. And for New Worlds, we've got Foundation the Tabernacle in Lancero, Padilla Candela in Robusto, Davidoff Late Hour in Robusto, Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua Sonata in Maestro, and the Davidoff Winston Churchill in Bellicoso, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us, hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at pod.com. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards Podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Senator, Pagoda, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some wine, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 23rd official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a New World Cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We discuss questionable cigar marketing, pairing various wines with both cigars and food, and the pitfalls of driving with boxes of cigars on the roof of your car, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair Robert Craig Howl Mountain Cuvée with My Father the Judge in Toro. A Toro Gordo tonight from My Father the Judge. This thing looks like a Snickers bar. Massive. Like a sledgehammer. I am, <laughs> I am very intimidated, i got to be honest. <laughs> These have been in my humidor for some time now. Yeah. Acclimating, bam. I think probably, what, three, four weeks since you got yeah, them, Yeah, right?
1: they do feel good.
0: They feel good. Yeah. Certainly, when we got them, they were pretty wet. But now they feel good. I mean, this is, to me, a lot of guys go for this. To me, this is an intimidating cigar.
1: I like it in the shorter, little, smaller size. Yeah,
0: they call that the Grand Robusto. Yeah, this it's, one they call it's tasty. the... It's the it's I guess it's a Toro Gordo, it's um, six by fifty six. It is a beefy big stick. It's got three bands on it. Going back to the EP Correa, we talked about the foot band. Um, It has one of those on it, which is made of like a fabric, and then it has the uh, the My Father band and an MF the Judge band. So, nice rustic kind of it's a clean construction, but a little bit rustic finish. It looks it looks very nice. Nice wrapper on it. Yeah,
1: smells great, but. Senator, I can't place the aroma on the foot. It's good, but it's—I can't place it. Yeah, I just—it's uh, it, the
2: the foot of this cigar smells actually really good. Yeah, and I say this because I think we're all a little s- skeptical and intrigued as to what we're going to get out of this giant stick. But the <laughs> the foot, you get like chocolate.
1: It's weird, but tasty.
3: La- nice aroma. Molasses.
1: Yeah, that's
0: a good.
2: Yeah.
1: Maybe a little raisin. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, let's nice. cut this thing. My father, MF, the judge on the band, 6 by 56 Attractive bands. Yeah, it looks good. Nice. Bands look nice. It's an uh, uh, Ecuadorian Sumatra rapper, Nicaraguan uh, binder, and Nicaraguan filler from various regions.
1: Yeah, take the foot band off.
0: There, Toro Gordo. Yeah, take the <laughs> foot band off before you light it, please. Senator will be getting the fire extinguisher out tonight. i mean it's it's like a chocolate bar in your hand it's it's to me i like i said i know a lot of guys go for these this size cigar this i would thank god for the pod this would never have been smoked in my existence had it not been for this podcast i I will say every
2: time i pick up every time i don't pick up every time i see a toro i think of pagoda i feel like that's one of his favorite vitolas (laughs) yeah
4: yeah that used to be like um now uh I'm expanding my horizons, like to say, <laughs> but uh, having said that, yeah, this, uh, you know, uh, Toro's uh, pretty much my go-to size, and even Gordo's, like, I really liked uh, the ALR, which is also considered a Gordo, and
0: um, yeah, oh Toro's
4: is, uh, used to be a very here comfortable we go. size. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> All
0: right, what are you guys getting on the cold draw, of this thing? It's a nice cold draw. It's sweet, chocolatey?
1: It could be a promising
0: smoke. Well, right. I, I, you know, again, I, I am, I'm more than, uh, I, I, more than anything, I'm intimidated by this cigar. It's just not, it's just not something I would go for. It's not comfortable to me in my hand. But I guess we'll see how it smokes. Let's light this thing.
3: This is a Pepin Garcia's it cigar. It is, right? Don.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can go through the the family history and stuff. There's some cool stories about it. Um, but uh, yeah, six by fifty-six, like I said. Comes in another size, a grand robusto that Bam Bam mentioned. Bam, I think this is probably as close to the famous double Toro as you can get.
1: <laughs> it's a unicorn, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a big stick, man. Bam, how much did you pay for these?
1: Uh, it's been a while. Maybe 16, 17 yeah. a stick. Yeah.
0: That's kind of what I'm seeing online. What's interesting about this, as we toasted here, this comes in a box of 23 cigars. Oh, I didn't know that. I've never seen that before. Yeah. So you know, you know, you, you normally get a box of 20, 25. Yeah. Some come in 24s. I've never seen boxes of 23.
1: I've never purchased a box of these. Yeah, always singles.
0: All right, here we go. Let's see what we're getting.
4: I didn't get much flavor at
0: all.
1: It's actually quite pleasant right now.
4: Yeah,
2: it's it's not aggressive to start. No. That was my big fear, honestly, letting this up that it was going to yeah. be just smack you in your face, but
0: not bad. I'm not getting a ton of flavor, though.
1: You will on a retro a little bit. I think that molasses raising profile works here. Yeah,
0: a little molasses. Just a touch of milk chocolate, maybe. Yeah, just a touch. Quite nice. So my father has an interesting story. They were uh, they were started in the nineteen in 1950 when Jose Pepin Garcia he was an, he was a Cuban, uh, like many of our New World cigar makers were, started in Cuba, and uh, started rolling cigars himself at 11 years old, which wouldn't happen today, of course. He's a lizard. He's a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> he is. And. Um, <laughs> Then he uh, decided in, in 2003 in Little Havana to start the My Father Cigar brand. So started in Little Havana, obviously is a Nicaraguan cigar rolled in Nicaragua. Um, it's a uh, My Father is a, a collaboration between him and his son, a combo offering from Jose and Jamie Garcia, his son. Jamie Garcia. Yeah. That's right. So what's cool about this, I saw that uh, this cigar is actually named... Uh, after a friend of the Garcia family, who's a judge. So that's where they got the... I've always wondered, why is it MF the judge? Um, and I guess it's a, a friend of the Garcia family. This uh, obviously box-pressed, as we can feel. Um, what are you guys getting so far?
3: It's very smooth, very balanced. Yeah, yeah,
0: surprisingly, right?
2: It's not aggressive. I'm just getting a little bit of cocoa, little nuttiness little salty on the finish, and that's it. But not not super flavorful,
4: but enough flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was about to say it's a bit earthy. I think the saltiness is definitely there. It's
1: it is there. It, I don't hate it.
0: Yeah. It's not offensive the, in any way. Th- they obviously make a bunch of cigars. We, talk, we were talking before we came on about the uh, Le Bijou. Yeah. And, and Senator revolted when, when he heard that.
2: <laughs> I still have PTSD from that cigar. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I I was in D.C. one night, and uh, we had dinner and a few cigars with dinners at a place where you can smoke, and uh, we left and then decided, oh, maybe one more smokes. We went to another cigar lounge nearby, and after several drinks, I just foolishly, they had a list of CA top, like, 10 cigars that year, and that Le, uh, Le Bijou cigar was one of them, So I said, oh, I've never had this before. And I asked the guy, he said, it's a great cigar. You'll love it. So I just ordered it. And oh, my God, the amount of nicotine and strength in that cigar after I had probably had four sticks before that, (laughs) I felt horrible. It was not an enjoyable experience. But if that's going to be your only stick and you want an absolute flavor bomb, Mm -hmm. then that's your cigar. But not a cigar for me.
1: Gizmo, what's the smaller shape? What's the Vitola? It's a uh, five by
0: sixty, so what's it's a, actually a, what's a it thicker ring gauge. Um, it's just—I think they call it a grand robusto. Yeah.
1: So I have had that cigar many times, a Libiamo in that size. It's 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 very nice.
0: Now we're looking at this. This is fifty-six ring gauge. Yeah. That's a sixty, at five inches long. Yeah. it's I mean, I mean, obviously catering to the the market. We know guys <laughs> that go for these cigars that love these cigars. I, I'm yeah, just... They're, a, all, they're all lawyers and judges. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I, I just like they're a gluttons. smaller ring gauge. I mean, I can't... Even in Padron or Davidoff, uh, you know, Davidoff, I don't think, makes anything like this crazy big. But Padrone has that number four uh,
3: in oh, the does. What does. What does Davidoff <laughs> have? The is
2: Davidoff-Paquant it? comes in a Gordo. Oh, I didn't
3: know that. That's the, one of the, the only 60. The Ox. Hmm. Yeah, there's another, you know, that came in a 60, I think. Yeah,
0: I just don't reach for cigars that big, ever. Give me a 46, I'm happy. Yeah,
4: I know a lot of people who really like uh, you know, the Gordos and the and the Torres and you know, 56 and above, um, yeah. um, it's interesting. I, I used to do a lot of those as well, yeah. English- I,
0: got, I gotta say, I think this really benefited from being in the humidor for three to four weeks. Um, they were spongy when we first... It, they got, were definitely yeah. spongy, but I mean, the razor-sharp burn on it. I feel like had they not come down in humidity from where they were, um, I think that definitely would have had a problem here.
1: And I think that may have something to do with the pleasantness of this cigar, because I've had this at shops.
0: Yeah.
1: It's had more bite. Really? I think so. I think so. This is this, I'm actually enjoying this cigar right now. I can't say that I hate it.
3: So the Garcia family, I think, rolls most, if not all, the Tattoo eyes.
0: That's I think that's oh, true. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Or is it the J.C. JC Newman?
3: No, it's like Garcia. It's Garcia's. Pepin, okay, Pepin Garcia. Got it. Y- you know, there was um, a my father's
4: Cigar, where they did it for Davidoff's.
3: Really? Just, I never. That's a that's yeah, a negative. It's, it's just coming. It's a, <laughs> no, they or, or or it
4: might have been for the Davidoff Lounge. Very well, in could be in the city. In the city, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, never heard the, that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, you know. Oh,
0: you're saying just, my father made it like for some like a Davidoff Lounge special or something special for that. Ensemble, yeah. yeah, um, I, that forgotten. would surprise me. I'm sure they sell a shitload of these.
4: Yeah, a lot of people really
1: like that. They do. Yeah, yeah.
0: and I mean for the size, and I'm sure this is going to be a long smoke. I mean, we'll see where it takes us, but for the size, sixteen, seventeen yeah. bucks. I mean, that's a good value. That, that is a good value so far. I think the flavor is is it's not as Puba would say, it's not offensive. It's not you offensive.
2: Know? Yeah, I think the thing I'm encouraged by is uh, obviously for a number of us we don't like this large of a ring gauge, so we're not thrilled with the size. But that has nothing to do with the cigar, right? That's just what Bam was able to find at a local retailer. Yeah. If this were in a ring gauge that I like to smoke, so far
3: this would be enjoyable. This is not this is not what I was expecting. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. I was expecting absolutely bold, spicy. Yeah. You know, a lot of flavor. This is like I mean, it has flavor, but it's very. Balanced, very yeah. like medium. You know, have, have you great. had this before? Long time, back. probably a long time know, yeah. back.
1: I think yeah. those of us that have had it haven't had it in had, a long time. Yeah. We forgot about it.
3: And for what I remember, yeah. like like you just said earlier about the uh, having you know a bit of a bite, but mm. I mean, this one doesn't.
1: No, no. The Gizmo Tower is calibrated. It is
0: very proud of my tower. Is it catnip or cat litter? <laughs> <laughs> actually, little <they're> beads <laughs> silica beads, silica beads, yeah, that's the cat litter that's what I use I silica like cat litter Sil- silica cat litter, so these came out um i I would have thought these were long you know, for how much I've heard about them i i I would have thought these have been out for a while. These only came out six years ago, November sixteen, they were announced at that trade show that year and then started rolling out in November of that year, so um.
4: Yeah, no, so there seems to be, like, my father, Davidoff Bellicoso. And um, just reading a little bit about it, uh, it's the cigar was a joint venture between Davidoff's GM, which is Michael Herklotz, and the Garcia family. I believe, yeah, Michael Herklotz is... Yeah, he has Ferriotego, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he used to work for Davidoff. He used to work for Davidoff. And then he bought, uh, well, it was the Nat Sherman... Two of the Nat Sherman lines, right? Timeless and... Well, he worked for Nat Sherman. Yeah, after, yeah, after I, I David
4: think... off, he moved to Nat Sherman. And then uh, Nat Sherman, yeah, he was the VP of development for Nat Sherman. So. Got it. And uh, it seemed like, uh, yeah, he collaborated with the Garcia family to come up with, well, I guess, my father, uh, David Off Bellicoso. Interesting.
3: Never saw that anywhere. Yeah. No,
4: I just remember I used to smoke a lot of Nat Sherman, and uh, quite a few people would smoke My Father then. And uh, I remember them talking about, have you tried uh, the My Father version, which they'd done with David Off or for David Orf. and it, It's one of those things, you know, we were talking about it a few years later, and it just was somewhere in my mind, and it just came out of a common. But it seems like uh, that's true. So hmm. I've never tried it, though.
0: I, I have a weird note. I'm curious if any of you guys are getting this. I, I want to use the word, like, not mint, but something very similar in my mouth. Uh, I, I like, for me, it's a metallic,
1: almost. There's something
0: m- like, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that flavor note is. It's not, like, minted, like.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I guess I see
2: a little bit. To me, it's an earthiness in the cigar, but I, 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 if it is mint, it's very slight, but <laughs> I, I see what you're saying.
1: Actually goes well with what we're drinking right now. So I let's agree. talk
0: about that, because I haven't had a sip yet. The earthiness and of the cigar I am cigar very works excited it. about it. So we have a little red wine tonight from Senator Seller. And uh, before we came on, he was so nervous that we were going to love this and go out and buy every bottle in town. He ordered himself another case. This is true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some of us do like to buy things. In bulk. In bulk. I mean, the, the, look, uh, this, this
2: is where wine differs from any spirit. McAllen's going to taste the same every single year for hopefully the rest of our lives. In wine, it's all vintages. And once that vintage sells out, you will never be able to buy it again. So when you find a vintage you like, you make sure you stock up on it. And I know I like this vintage, so I said, well, shit, if
0: I'm going to share it with the lizards and anyone else tries to buy some, I may as well stock up another case. What's good about it, guys, is if we like it, he has 12 bottles coming. We could just split it amongst <laughs> us. <laughs> hey, there you go. Everybody can get three or four. Before, that's why I got
1: it. That's perfect. What, before you launch into the wine details, I like that there's a dryness to it. I love that. It's fantastic. So I'm so
2: glad you picked up on that, Bam, uh, yeah. because I, I mean, look, you know, California wines are extremely fruit forward. Mm, That's really nice. my palate, and then French wines are very dry. And my palate, I like somewhere in between. So this is, so what we're drinking, it's Robert Craig Howell Mountain Cuvée. It's a a red uh, Bordeaux style blend. And so, you know, this being a blend, a Bordeaux style blend, it's drier than your typical Napa cab but still has some of those fruit notes that you're gonna get the dark fruit notes that you would get from Napa. And the wine is sourced from Howell Mountain, which is one of the two best Cabernet growing regions in all of Napa, that and Stag Sleep are the best. And the price point of this being a blend with grapes from that region is super affordable because anything from Howell Mountain starts at like 120 plus a bottle, like that's just the entry point. And so to be able to find something that is significantly less than that, that I think is very fairly reasonable for anyone to go pick up in a, in a wine shop um, dollar for dollar. I, I really like this. how much. Wine. I'm sorry. How much is a bottle? So it, it retails at 50, but if you buy in quantity, I've gotten it as cheap as 35 a bottle.
0: I am surprised to hear that dude for a blend.
1: It's a complex, it tastes and drinks like a very complex wine. It does. Yeah. That the dark, the, um, like the current, I get yeah current and that dryness, it creates a very nice complex mixture. Beautiful.
0: I like that it's not super sweet.
1: Well, yeah. the fruitiness is not I fruit like forward. Yeah, like you I said. like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, I, I like mean, that.
0: and I think the cigar—not to go back to the cigar, but just a quick note about the pairing—I think it the cigar is really benefiting from the flavor profile of this wine.
1: And I get in the wine a little bit of an earthiness to it, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And it works with this with the earth tones of the stick. Yeah. That, that's Quite the cool. thing.
2: It's hard to find a bottle of wine under $50 where you're going to get complexity. Like, you know, we all love Oberon as an everyday bottle. But what that is is just a fruit-forward wine. Mm -hmm. That's all you get out of Oberon.
1: It's delicious, but it's not a complex wine. Not at all.
2: No. Tasty. But like you said, this, you get the dark fruit. You get current, like Bam said. You get some earthiness out of it. And on the finish, you're actually going to get some cocoa. That's a complex wine. And it's not super sweet like a lot of Napa wines are. And so for my palate, I, I really, really like this. This was one of the bottles I served uh, with Thanksgiving uh, this past Thanksgiving. Nice. Fantastic. So what, do
3: you know the blend? Uh, that's a great question.
0: So while you're saying that, hmm. the thing I, I want to say about this this wine as a novice, um, I only know what we've all kind of been learning together on the pod here about wine. I just, I'm not a, a wine guy. Neither am I. I think this is a wine that... Cigar smokers could really appreciate because it's not um, it's not pushing too hard to overtake your mouth and drown out whatever your cigar is doing dare
1: i dare I say it's a more masculine wine kind of feel that way because of the dryness what not- does that mean' <laughs> I don't know. What? Like you said, it's not fruit forward, right? So it's, it's not very it's sweet. It's
2: just personal taste. I mean, there
4: are women, I'm sure, who like you know dry white. Like, I, I don't please know. consider gender equality. You got it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I retract my statement.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is very very good. Um, Senator, I, you know, I know it's luck because you haven't had the cigar before, right? Good, or, good it's, pairing. It's a nice, it's a really nice pairing with this. It is. You know? It really is. Because this cigar is not as strong or as full yet as I would have expected. Mm. Agree. So I th- I think it's working quite well. So yeah, to, back to Rooster's question. I mean, they don't
2: specify, uh, they don't divulge the percentages of each, but a typical Bordeaux blend has Cab, Merlot, Cab, Cab uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Cabernet Franc, Malbec, and Petit Verdot. So there's some combination of those oh, wow. um, in this blend. But the Cab I know is from Hal Mountain because um, Robert Craig, they make a Cabernet from Howell Mountain. It's like 120 something a bottle. Um, and that's that's where their property is. That's obviously where the grapes are from. So that's why for me, I'm always looking for, you know, when you can find a really good value in wine and that's when you want to stock up. and. For thirty five bucks, if you buy in quantity, I don't think you'll find a better bottle of red wine. Yeah, that's
1: great.
0: So, it, what are you pairing this with, food wise? Like you, you said, you had it with Thanksgiving. What aspect of Thanksgiving dinner? Like for the listener out there who's thinking, oh, you know, I, I'm like gonna
3: chicken Savoy, no. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> oh,
0: dry Jesus. chicken Savoy. Um, where what what are you pairing this with? Yeah, so really
2: anything that you want some structure with the the, the meal that you're having, but you don't necessarily want too much or aggressive structure so like for me there are certain wines i'm going to reach for when i'm having a steak because that's when you want something super bold when you're having you know turkey on thanksgiving and a whole bunch of you know savory sides or if you're having um pork loin pork loin if you're having chicken if you're having even a heavier fish like salmon um you know, and you're really wanting red wine, you don't want something that's going to overpower that because none of those foods are particularly heavy like a steak would be or any sort of red meat. So that's what I was looking for. And that's why I prefer to serve a blend for a red on Thanksgiving, as well as a pinot, which is an obvious choice, um, as opposed to just 100% cab where it's going to be a lot more aggressive um, that may overtake the meal.
1: For me personally, sorry, I prefer a drier wine with a steak. I think this would pair well for me personally with a really beautiful cut of meat. Hmm.
3: Yeah. it I tastes, agree. tastes like a like a French wine. Yes.
1: Not yeah. not, you yes. Know, it's, not, you, not
3: from like not a right. Napa Valley. Yes.
1: Yeah. yes. European yeah. wines are are drier, right? So right. yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it's like. Yeah.
0: I find it to be very satisfying too. Like I feel like I'm sipping it slower than I would like an Oberon or something. That's sure. fruit forward. Like I feel like I'm I my mouth is at like once less. Yeah. Like it it coats your
2: mouth yeah. in a way that you know oberon a very simple cab it, it just drinks so easy it's yeah, not just keep going it's not keep, rich it's yeah. not viscous like you know you, you've heard when we've done, done stuff. just just literally just yeah. go like this in your glass and you're just going to see how it kind of clings to the glass like there's some viscosity to it and so it's just that structure that you drink it slower you appreciate it more um but i'll say bam i mean with a steak their howl mountain cab just oh, pure 100 i am gonna try that so good I'm going and to try that. I've got plenty more. Howell, uh, Cade. I'll take one. Cade is the best vineyard in Howe Mountain, in my opinion. I think a lot of people agree with me on this. And with a steak, Howe Mountain, uh, sorry, Cade Howe Mountain oh, Cab wow. is nice. outstanding. Wow. I've ordered it. I usually order that in a
0: steakhouse if it's on their menu. Really good bottle of wine. Fantastic. Good to know. So, this is uh, for its size, it's certainly burning a lot faster than I expected. And I mean that in a good way. But it's sharp, like good. I'm not...
1: Very crisp burn, right? Yeah, nice I'm not ash. having to
0: touch it up. I'm not...
1: Good construction. The and ash the, is really holding on, too. The note hasn't changed. It's a consistent profile, right, so yeah, far? Yeah, so far. Single note. Pretty wild.
0: I think a good cigar.
3: That is good. Yeah.
0: I think because of its size, I don't think that I would probably reach for this again. Mm-mm. Um... But, yeah, the, it's, it's not – I mean, all the things I think we came in thinking about this cigar, I, I think we – Have been dispelled. Yeah, we were wrong. I certainly was. Yeah.
3: A lot of flavor. Yeah. yeah.
1: Consistent, though. Yeah. Single note. I'm
2: really shocked by this cigar. Yeah. I honestly thought I was going to hate this. Yeah, me too. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I know Pupa thought he was going to hate it. <laughs> That's why I didn't show up. <laughs> Damn. So uh, I saw, by the way, speaking of New Worlds, Senator, I know that you and uh, Pagoda both took advantage, but I see a lot of uh, a lot of retailers. I'm getting a lot of notifications on stuff I've been looking for that they're starting to pop up a little bit more than they've been over the last year. Like I've gotten three, four, five notifications in the past week of like, hey, the product you were looking for is available, be it Padron, Davidoff, you know, Tatuaje even. Um, so I, I, that's a good sign to me that that maybe there's some – Normalcy on the horizon here, you know. Well,
2: it's a good sign, and I, I'm sorry. This may some people may disagree with me on this, but obviously, we just all we've heard since this pandemic is this hysteria about how it's going to be impossible to find cigars, and all the challenges obviously that COVID's brought, and all of that's legitimate. But you know, let's understand the countries that these cigars are coming from. This is a big part of their economy. They're going to find ways to make it happen. They're resilient people, like like many are. And and I think we continue to see it. This stuff keeps popping up. You know, We're very grateful that we're able to find and source a lot of what we want. But to what you just said, Giz, I feel like almost every site that we buy New World Sticks from very recently has had all the Padrones back in stock that we've been looking
0: for, yep. plenty of other stuff. So I, it's it's very encouraging. Yeah, it's a good... Thank goodness. It's a good thing because I was nervous. I mean, I stocked up. We all did on, on a lot of Padron and stuff, but... It seems like the you know they're popping up a lot more. It's a lot of hysteria. I feel like it's you know
2: when there's snow and you go to the supermarket and it's like everything's gone. People think the apocalypse is coming.
0: (laughs) We're we're gonna always be able to get cigars. True. So I saw the other day. I don't know if I. I don't think I sent you guys this article. Um, Half wheeled, who does a lot of reviews and stuff, and I think they have questionable opinions about Cubans, but they're anti-Cuban. That's my. I guess that's my opinion. I think some of their 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 opinions about Cuban cigars is a little wild, but they put up an article the other day, and I'm curious what you guys think about this. About uh, it, it was like an opinion piece about marketing cigars to kids. And I, we've what? talked about this before, like um, more so like the way that the FDA is trying to crack down of, on premium cigars. And Carlito Fuente and Jorge Padron and Rocky Patel, you know, they've been pretty aggressively bonding uh, you know coming together to go and fight the FDA on regulating uh, cigars Yeah, just
2: one important clarification
0: yeah they're
2: not trying to crack down on premium cigars they're lumping in exactly mistakenly but foolishly premium cigars with everything else mm-hmm. and not understanding that there's a gigantic distinction yes you're a hundred percent right and you know like a random you know uh, plastic tip cigar you go buy in a gas station or some of this flavored crap that might appeal to a child.
0: Right. So the reason why—you're 100% right. The reason why Half, Half-Wheel uh, created this article, it's called Ten Thoughts, Please Stop Marketing Cigars to Children. And it was a comment on flavored cigars, which we've obviously talked about acid and other things in the past. Apparently some brand, uh, Jassum Crawl sent out a press release announcing a flavored cigar— uh, like a Rocky Road ice cream-flavored cigar, premium hand-rolled cigar. And the other thing, too, is you, you've seen those... Uh, is it made by acid? Uh, I don't know. You've seen those Pravada Cigar Club things come out where it's like the cookie monster, and there's a cookie monster face on the cigar, and yeah. there's an Elmo. And to me, it's I, like, I can't disagree with this guy. I, I, think, I think he's on the money. Like, you're just baiting the FDA... To lump these in saying, all right, well, you're putting a picture of the cookie monster on a cigar. You think it's funny, but I think that's a valid argument. Uh, I think it's absurd. I 100% agree. And I, you know, the irony of this is
2: taking how I feel about the impact that something like that has on children, but just my own personal preference, right? We've talked about this a lot. I think we're purists when it comes to cigars, just like a lot of products. It's why we appreciate, you know single malt scotch. It's why we appreciate, you know, wine that people themselves make with their hands, these hand-rolled cigars that we smoke and that everything in this cigar is natural and comes from the soil. I I don't appreciate, and I'm sorry, I know some will disagree. I think it's a complete bastardization of cigars to be adding in artificial flavoring and just all this silly crap that we don't need. And then you add to it, It invites exactly like, you know, Giz said this article mentions, you know, it it invites a lot of regulation when you're making these flavored cigars that sure would sound appealing. What kid wouldn't think it sounds cool to smoke something that's cookies and cream flavored and then they're feeling like they're smoking something like a cigarette? Like that's not what this hobby is about. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with the premise of that piece. And I don't think it's helpful to
1: any cigar smoker that it's, that stuff That exists. product, that, that kind of a product is not a cigar. It really isn't. It doesn't belong in a conversation.
0: Totally. And, and, and you know, and the price of a premium cigar that we're paying, you know, that's that's not what kids are able to go out and grab. I right. mean, unless they have dad's Amex card or mom's Amex card or something. But, I mean, the price, but that's not FDA's argument. It's the marketing and, and it's the labeling. Like I'm looking at uh, United Cigar put out a cigar box who or, is
1: United Cigar?
0: I'm not certain. Yeah, there. we don't
1: know who they are.
0: Um, I can look here. I am just looking at this half-wheel article. United Cigar and JRE create Aladino limited cigar bar. And the, the packaging is literally a chocolate bar. It's it's, it's ridiculous. It's, ah. it's packaged like a chocolate bar. And it's to me, that is now you're putting now you're putting Padron and Fuente and Davidoff and Tatuaje and my father. You're putting them. You're lumping them into
1: being like, like every industry. There are companies that bastardize what that industry does. There has to be an initiative industry wide to separate themselves from those type of firms and companies. Yeah, yeah and it doesn't matter. Know, the, it doesn't matter what you do.
3: Well, when was the last time you saw an eleven year old child smoke a cigar? Never. <laughs> right. Never. Right. You <laughs> never, <laughs> never. never. But Bingo. you know what? But Bingo. that's not the
0: FDA's argument.
3: No, no, no. But but Rooster makes
2: a good point in the sense that. Exactly the argument Rooster just made there is how the, the Premium Cigar Association, that's the trade association in D.C. that represents a lot of these big tobacco, uh, these big cigar manufacturers and others, how they have successfully, when there's been regulation around, you know, tobacco products, especially with the rise of e-cigarettes and things like that, they've always successfully, eventually got carved out of these regulations premium hand-rolled cigars that we smoke they distinguish because the themselves. exact point yeah. that rooster made they say tell if you want to say there are kids walking down the street with a jewel that are underage okay that that's a real thing that exists yeah if you want to say that there's someone smoking some flavored crap that is not a cigar not a real cigar yeah sure that exists name me one 10-year-old you've seen walk down the street with a my father the judge in their hand no and and when they realize that these lawmakers recognize okay We do need to treat them separately. But as you have cigar manufacturers start to make some of this stuff that very easily can fall in the hands of a 10-year-old, that's a problem for the industry that they'd want no part of. Absolutely, And
0: it's not even, again, it's not even about selling the cigars. It's about marketing the cigars. Mm -hmm. That's the FDA's argument. The way they're
1: marketed. And
0: and I saw, I don't know if you guys saw, I know Carlito Fuente runs his own uh, Instagram page. And uh, he put up, I don't know if you saw this about a week ago, he was teeing off on his Instagram about people in the industry not putting up enough of an effort to help fight this type of regulation. And I think that, you know, you look at what happened in Canada. There's no embargo in Canada. You can buy any Cuban cigar. Let's ignore the tax argument. We're not, I don't want to talk about tax. They literally, you have to put a custom band as a retailer or a manufacturer, you have to put a custom band over this ornate My Father label. There's a custom band to cover that. one font yeah. of one color to not allow the eye to be drawn to a, a good-looking band. So
1: that's their solution.
0: That's their solution.
2: Can I just read an excerpt from Carlito's Oh, it's, it's incredible. Instagram. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, this, this is one of the most hardcore statements I've ever seen. So Carlito Fuente uh, posts... Never ever has a premium handmade cigar before marketed, targeted to the youth, but only those that understand and appreciate the artisan works of love, history, and simply appreciate the good stuff that God gave Earth for us to enjoy. Enough is enough, assholes. Your selfishness (laughs) will take us all down. And he's calling out people that are essentially making stuff that can very easily be marketed and targeted toward youth and saying, we want no part of that, you're going to ruin the whole industry that is right clearly right. an adult product that has no appeal whatsoever to a child. Sure. Yeah.
0: And, and to that point, too, I, you know, maybe he's calling out Pravada, but you know there's a lot of retailers around the country who are very proud to be members of the Pravada Cigar Club, and they offer these cigars that are, that are you know, very scarce and hard to find, and you can go in and buy a couple of them. They offered a cream cigar... Which is a vanilla chocolate swirl? What? Cream From c- Pravada. Cream all over cigar. That. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just that's you're uh, playing right into the hand yeah, that's of the FDA. Not I was about to say
1: that. Yeah. yeah. For a reputable company like that to be producing a cigar, it's just like yeah. that. It's absurd.
0: Yeah, it's not good.
1: No.
3: But check check this out. What do you think Cuba in cigar sales does like each year? How many any, billion? Any, how, yeah, how many million, how many billion? How many, I'm like, going to say... What's your guess? I'm going to
0: say... I'm going to so say... You might have read it, but... No, I know, haven't. Have I'm guessing. I, I'm going to say 2 billion. billion. So.
3: Seven. A billion. 750 million. It's, it's actually half a billion. Oh, really only. only wow half wow. a billion that's wow. less than I thought that's wow. just the yeah. lizard budget Five hundred and thirty one <laughs> million. Is. Just <laughs> that's shocking seems slow uh, right uh, I hear the
4: flavor cigars
3: do more, but right. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it does wow I, mean, I don't know what the you know the uh the Nicaraguan sales or the Honduran market is well, I, I uh, saw
0: it you know cigar aficionado put out uh that the it's a record number of imports uh, it, it, excuse me imports of cigars over the last year or two, so um. You know, I think Nicaraguan and Dominican cigars and, and New World cigars are, are performing very well. Yeah. But the United States is a huge market and sure. Cubans My if God. if that was open to Cuba, I mean right. who knows what kind of volume they would do or what kind of problems we would have getting them, you know. Yeah, I mean I think about thirty standpoint. to
3: forty percent come here anyway. I know. I know. Majority, you know. the great market. I think Spain is the uh, number one market. And then Garson
0: uh, is walking around uh, filling our wine glasses. <laughs> Thank you, Senator.
1: Isn't Padron at about $150 million a year?
0: Yeah, I would assume that's somewhere around there. Something like that. Just alone. themselves. Yeah. yeah. And what's funny about them is you can't, I think uh, Senator was talking about this, maybe Pagoda was as well, you can't really find a, a Padron cigar outside of North America. Mm. Yeah. You know, if you go to UK or, or Europe or... Yeah,
1: both Senator and Pagoda mentioned that last time. If you're in Asia, you will not find a Padron.
0: Yeah, and I know those guys pay a significant premium to get it, you know, shipped over from here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's similar to what we have to pay for Hey, you're giving away humans. my business idea, please. <laughs> Export exporting uh, padrons. I'm an importer exporter. <laughs> Pagoda Kramer. Um, or was that Costanza? Costanza. That was yeah. Costanza,
4: sorry. Odd So That's we're right. about
0: uh, <laughs> we're about halfway through here on uh, the judge. What are you guys thinking so far? I, uh, not, not much has changed so far nope. for me. Consistent. Yeah. It's a lot creamier and smoother than, than I expected, but you know, um, I'm not getting a ton of flavor per se. Same here. Yeah,
4: I, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting a lot of flavor. You could say I it's know, a bit would, muddled, maybe.
3: Yeah. A bit. I was expecting a lot of spice, which I'm not getting at all. I mean, there's like no spice. It's, I will say I'm getting a,
1: a bit of ammonia right now. Just yeah, a, really? A touch. Okay. I'm blow, getting Blow mid-
3: through it, blow through the cigar. Yeah, oh, yeah, just blow it out, and they'll get all the stale ammonia smell out. Never done that.
4: So, I've had uh, my father the Upalincea, which I remember really liking it. Um, you know, um, I think I'm gonna go and at least definitely try it again next week or something just to try and compare.
0: I saw uh, that. The Cigar of the Year, Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year 2012, 10 years ago now, uh, was given to my father for Flor de las Antillas.
2: Yeah, I've had that stick. Have,
0: what is that like? It's actually pretty good. It's,
2: um, it's a cheap stick. Like, it's a, it's a good everyday stick. It's medium in uh, strength. Has a little spice. Um, some earthy, nutty notes. It, it's not a bad cigar.
1: Was this ranked this year?
2: It was. The, it, was it? Yeah. The, really? Like, so I, I'm positive because I, I, I just was reading this the other day. Um,
0: and we went through it on that
2: podcast. We did. The, the Hoya. Yeah. The Hoya it, it's pod. in the top 25, and it's the Gran Robusto that was on ah, the top okay. 25. okay. Different
0: I'll tell you, I'm going to look right now. I'll tell you what uh, what number it was. Interesting. Um, there it is. Cigar aficionado, top 25. Let me see what it Ironically, is.
2: Ironically, with an order I recently placed on Fox uh, cigars, uh, I got a free uh, Gran Robusto of this. Really? Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> this was number 17 in Gran Robusto this That's year. Number pretty, 17. Pretty high
3: praise. Yeah. Got yeah. a 93 rating from them. Wow. My father's cigars are usually in the top 25. Yeah. It's true. I mean, if you look at like the last yeah. maybe like seven or eight years, I mean, they're always one, one or the other Vitolas. Very there. popular cigar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, and this checks the box for someone who likes a big ring gauge but doesn't want something that kicks, you know, kicks their ass when they're smoking it. Yep. This, is that, this is that cigar for them. The thing I'm encouraged by
2: with this cigar, and this is really the utility for me personally when we do these new worlds that we don't normally smoke, <clears throat> is when you are traveling or somewhere and you pop into a cigar lounge and you can't bring your own stuff and you have to buy something there. I really struggle when they don't have things that I normally pick up like Padron or Davidoff, and I have to choose outside of that. I never know what to get. And I'm encouraged having this. I've always been intimidated by ever trying to pick one of these up because I thought if I walk in there in the afternoon, this is going to be way more aggressive than I'm looking for. But halfway through this, for a you know, random occasion, I pop in a retailer, I need to buy something. This is not aggressive.
1: It's smooth. I, you know, this is not a bad stick. It's a good point. There's something to be said about this, right? It's it's uh, it's the hot. The production volume is very high. It's very consistently made, beautifully made. Um, and like you said, if you're away and you can't find a stick, and that's sitting looking at you, good choice. It's a good Agreed.
0: choice. What's interesting is cigar aficionado said that um, they commented that the, the one of the reasons why this this line is so successful, specifically the Grand Robusto is that uh, it, it's, it's supposed to be a much fuller cigar from my father. I'm not getting that with this. No,
1: I'm sure that's because the ring gauge is smaller. Yeah. Right? And you're getting Could a be. more concentrated flavor. I'm
0: Could guessing, be. Yeah. I mean, would you guys call this, what would you call this, medium?
3: Yeah. It's, I wouldn't it's call medium. this full. Yeah. No, it's not full. I don't think it's full.
0: I mean, maybe it benefited from being at a lower humidity. I don't know.
1: Benefited from that gizmo locker. <laughs> I think
4: everything about this is medium. Even the smoke output. So, speaking of sticks that
2: I have been given for free recently, ooh, uh, with a non-Fox cigar order, uh, a bodyguard was shared with me that has...
0: Tell, tell, tell the people what a bodyguard is.
2: Uh, it's uh, when, you, when you place an order and, uh, you, you know, you have a, a, a very generous seller who wants to thank you for your purchase, they may have a, you know, loose stick or two that they'll include with your order as a, as a thank you.
0: Okay. And, so what'd you uh, come up
2: with? What'd you get? Something with tremendous age, tremendous age, that's still in cellophane that looks insanely old. Wow! Uh, and I want to give one of them to someone who's given a lot of these types of cigars. Pass this over to Rooster.
0: Oh, I thought it was for me. Oh boy!
2: I'm sorry, Gizmo. You don't <laughs> qualify. You have to be a true
0: connoisseur. Are you connoisseur. serious, <laughs> dude? I, I couldn't believe it. He Rocky Patel. Me? Not yes. <laughs> Talk to, what is it, Rooster? Tell us. Why do you, why don't you, read, why don't you uh, read the label
1: to us, Rooster? It's a fucking Rocky Patel. <laughs> it,
3: it is not. It is not.
2: It's not. If you read it. It is not. It's a different one.
3: It's Patel something.
0: <laughs> this is why we need a video podcast.
3: It's a Patel family. Oh, it's it's his brother. It's, it's his brother. It's, oh. a, it's, it's, it's a Nish or a Neil Patel's cigar. Nish, cigar. A fantastic Patel. cigar. Oh, Nish Nish by Patel. the way,
4: you know I, I've I've incidentally had a really long conversation with uh, his brother. We were Nat Sherman and we were four of us talking and Nat Sherman had this, um, you know, they had a couple of leather uh, chairs uh, in the middle of the store and this is before they got rid of them. And uh, four of us were just sitting and talking and this individual seemed to know a lot about cigars. Now we're talking about for over an hour and a half or two and the guy gets deeper and deeper and deeper into cigars. The cigar production and it was such a great conversation. And then I just, I remember turning. I said, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and he says, then he introduced himself. He had actually come to that chairman to talk about one of the cigars he was introducing. Um, I wasn't at that event. I, I had to leave early, but,
2: uh, oh, well, there it is. All right, I gave the cigar the wrong lizard. Give the Nish Patel cigar <laughs> yeah. the no,
4: no,
0: wrong No, 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 I'm all it right, back. Rooster, are you going to smoke that tonight after this? Or, yes,
3: uh, I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna it, put it in the fireplace. I that's how he's you, gonna smoke it. Listen, the best cigar is always the free cigar. That's true. <laughs> that's and true. I think
1: you can share it with Puba. I think
3: he's really gonna enjoy.
1: it Pagoda, that's a pretty cool story. I have to say, we don't get a chance to sit with true aficionados. Yeah, that's it's, cool. It's, it's cool to have that opportunity. It's very nice, he's especially from a especially wow.
0: from a production standpoint. It's cool to learn, like how, like I would love to really understand. And I don't know if he would ever tell you, but. How, you know, Padron, we always talk about Padron, but how they've just completely streamlined making every cigar perfect. You know, that, I, that's, that's got to be very difficult to do. They've got QC. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's yeah. machine manufacturing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, please.
0: <laughs> so, I, Senator, you gave us more of this wine. I really like this wine. I'm telling you, it's good
2: stuff. It, it defies, like Rooster said, the, the Napa stereotype of being... Super sweet, super fruit-forward, it's, it's perfectly balanced. You know, and
0: call me crazy, but when I order fish, like you said, I don't order a white wine. I always order a red. Um, this would absolutely be great. I love a piece of salmon, and I think this would be great with a piece a, of salmon. But
3: a lighter, lighter red. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't order like a Cabernet or something. Yeah. Like with, with,
2: with, or, with salmon, you can have like a red blend with a little more structure, but with a white fish... You, yeah, you have to. To Rooster's point, you have to go with like a, a Pinot, something like. Yep,
1: absolutely. Yeah,
3: I mean, th- this wine has has fruit, but the finish is dry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I do get Which that. Is touch like a Bordeaux. Yeah. That little tiny touch of cocoa at the end—that's there. Yep. I'm surprised. I only wish I hadn't brushed my teeth before. <laughs> Are you getting mint? <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. <laughs> I gotta. Yeah, the one thing I will say about the cigar that that's definitely knocking it down a, a notch for me is the smoke output's not great. Hmm. What?
3: My smoke output is just it's mediocre. Yeah. My smoke output is huge. Same. Same guess. Yeah. And the draw is a little—it's a little tight. tight, a little tight. Wow. Definitely, I'm, so th- I'm
0: not—I'm not appreciating
1: the. the yeah, uh, I'm with Senator. My combustion and smoke output's great. The draw is fantastic. Yeah, my draw
0: is wide open.
1: Yeah, I d- I, wide me, open. For me,
0: my draw is fine. Draw it's some. a perfect amount of resistance for me. Maybe his is a little tighter, but the combustion and smoke output for me is not—is not what I would expect from a cigar this mm-hmm. size. Yeah. yeah, then maybe a consistency
4: issue because I mean, be. ours Very are well, the exact be. opposite.
0: Pagoda, how's your uh, combustion and smoke output?
4: Uh, very little, just like yours. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, I, I find it to be mediocre at mm. best.
4: No, and for a new world, I, I kind of find it surprising. Yeah,
0: especially with the dark wrap, thick wrapper like this. You're
1: getting the opposite here. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: It's maybe, no number nine.
3: Yeah, maybe the vintage, like I was just thinking, Pagoda. I was just MIT thinking better. about the Liga number nine.
1: <laughs> that night with the Liga. We couldn't stop smoking that cigar. We couldn't see each other. No, we we literally could not see. Well, that's each other. and that's. It was so good. Yeah, every puff was delicious. Yeah, was a great that's, cigar. that's why this room was full.
0: The yeah. only thing about that cigar, like we said, it was a li- like this for me. It was a little too big. Like the Corona, I like the Corona a little better. Not as much smoke output, but. That was ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> Puba's eyes were like watering over here. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> yeah, it, I, was, it was that, crazy.
2: That cigar produces more smoke than I would argue any cigar we've ever had. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's, it's wild.
4: So yeah. I'm not sure. I think one of the listeners, a buddy of mine who, who listened to the episode mentioned that I, he believes that they spray something on that stick to give it the sheen. And kind of it kind of adds to the smoke output. I'm not sure. I, I mean, feel like
0: Grinder may have said something. It. Yeah, about we that. read
2: something. That, that's yeah. correct. We did read something about that. It like accelerates the fermentation. But something it involves the fermentation process. They do spray something on it. I mean, like ghee, <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> sugar water. Well, that's very healthy and great for a keto diet.
3: Clarified butter.
0: <laughs> so, are you guys ready to do a uh, formal? I wouldn't call it a liquor rating, but the FLR on the wine tonight. Yeah, I'm ready. I am certainly ready. I'm very happy with this. Bam, bam, you're up. I'm giving this an eight. Okay. Uh, I'm giving it a seven. Oh, the wine
4: don't kill oh, wow. me. Don't kill oh, me. My oh my gosh! gosh. Oh, get out.
0: All right, his allocation of your case, I want it. <laughs> he's out. All right, so <laughs> he's, eight, out. he's cut eight, out of the will. Eight hey, for hey, eight uh, for Bam. Hey. Seven for Pagoda. I'm giving it a nine. Uh, nine. Well I'm done. also giving it a nine. I think it's fantastic. Same nine. Okay. Excellent. So the formal liquor rating on the non-liquor, what is this again? Robert Howell? Uh, Robert, Robert Craig. Craig. Robert Craig, Howell Mountain, is an 8.4.
2: That's good. That's I, a I great actually, score. You know, it's that's so funny score. because if I could give it a decimal, it'd be an 8.5. So I, I, I love that score. Yeah, good yeah, score. Yeah, that's a good score.
0: Yeah. 8.4. Yeah, it's great wine.
2: Now, huh. uh, again, as to why, because I want to I hear especially the lower scores, for, for me, I'm probably on behalf of the nines in the room. Um, It's very hard to make a wine like this in Napa Valley. Very hard. I mean, I would argue there are very few that are able to achieve that, where it's not a fruit bomb, and it has the complexity and the dryness that you get from a Bordeaux, but not too dry, which is why there's a lot of Bordeauxs I really, really dislike. Um, The price point is also, I think, outrageous for like the the quality wine you're getting, the fact that you can source this for thirty five bucks a bottle,
1: that's it, fantastic. You'll,
2: you'll never find a bottle at yeah, thirty five. It,
1: that's it's like fantastic. This. Yeah. So I'm right right under a nine. For me, an elite score is between a nine and a ten. For anything that we consume, I think it for this an eight is a respectable score. I happen to love this 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 what we're drinking tonight. It's really really good. The that's complexity. What,
3: what did you did you guys rate the Oberon? No, no.
0: no. no. That? no. that was before we. uh
3: Right. We started doing the ratings.
0: I think that would I think that would rate higher. I'll be honest, but oh, oh, I, I comp- would. I'm
2: sorry. And Rooster, I just had the same reaction I did. Oberon for me would be an eight. Uh, but I think I, I was I think, about
1: to say I, I like this better than the Oberon.
0: I think com- I a, a composite lizard score I think would be higher than an eight point four for Oberon. I, I don't. You don't Th- think so? No. Think it, There's no one in the room that will give it a nine. That's that's no. free oh, no, that's, that's fair. No. It will that's of fair. course be lower. All right. Forgive, 100%. forgive me. Hundred percent. Yeah.
1: You're correct. I do like this better than the Oberon. The Oberon's fantastic. It's a different wine. I've it's just been drinking
0: wine. so much of it. I love it. I do too. Yeah. It's yeah. candy. Uh, it's just a very yeah. simple wine. Easily drinkable. Yeah. I'm a simple guy. Simple now, wine. Go Pagoda, seven, what's going on here? Sure.
4: Listen, uh, you know, firstly, I, I don't have a really refined palate. Uh, saying that up front, I think I found it very, um, you know, as opposed to what a lot of you guys were saying, I found it very fruity and flavorful right in my mouth. And I wasn't get, getting the same kind of dryness you guys were getting. So it was just like. Like a slush of fruit just going in, and I felt that I was looking for something more um and I was looking for the dryness you were talking about, and I tried to uh, focus on that attention, you know, I, you know focus I was trying to pay attention to it um just didn't get that, and listen, I did brush my teeth before coming over here, so oh. <laughs> listen my you know my uh,
2: honestly that my, impacts things that impacts yeah yeah sure
4: especially wine and so uh, please excuse me for this score, but you know I have to be true to what I've been feeling and experiencing today. Right, I won't completely cut you out of the world, Pagoda. <laughs> I'll blame it on the toothpaste. I mean,
3: there is dryness, but the dryness is on the finish. Yeah, it's not in the beginning. Right. You get you get some fruit. It's like it's fruit forward with a dry finish. I, I, don't, you know,
2: I, which, I don't. Which is the definition of a Bordeaux. Bordeaux.
1: Yeah, the right. only fruit that I get from this is a really beautiful deep current, Yeah, which I really love. Really love that
0: i i love the the dryness of it yeah um I think it's it's perfect with a cigar yep I think it's 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 smooth i it's it's just i I don't know how to describe it as as someone who doesn't know wine, but it's kind of hitting that note when I don't want too much out of the wine I just want it to serve mm. the cigar as opposed to you know needing the wine to kind of be the headline act yep you know um, it's just, it's doing a great yeah. job. Well said.
2: I'll give an analogy. It's the Paul Roger of red wine. There you go. Yeah, Paul Roger, okay, that's fair. Paul Roger starts with a little sweetness and it finishes dry. Yeah. And it is, again, you're figuring out my palate by what I offer up here, right? Paul Roger is right in the middle between a really, really dry champagne and a sweeter champagne like a Vuve Clicot or something even sweeter than that. And this wine also is right in the middle of a very dry Bordeaux, a French Bordeaux, and a traditional Napa Cab.
3: This would go really well with the Boniello's uh, muscles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: in red sauce. Yes.
3: Oh boy. Would have to be red sauce. Oh boy. Oh gizmo.
2: Gizmo story. has a malfunction.
0: <sighs> I I am shocked right now oh. as the we're coming. You know we're in the last third here of this cigar. Yeah, and my wrapper has completely un- it, <laughs> undone looks a like a it. Looks like a scroll. looks like a scroll. It looks, it does. It looks like I'm about to read like a <laughs> a reading from the Lizard Scroll. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Mean, you gotta stop chewing the cigar, please. This is not. This is not good. Oh like boy. I'm, literally, I'm taking the whole wrapper off. Look oh, at this. Oh, oh, oh that's the scores. whole wrapper just came off. What,
2: s- what did you do to upset the universe today, Gizmo? <laughs>
4: Well, well, you didn't like a gordo. Now it's a little 20, thinner. Take a you, bite of that did
3: wrapper. Did you put these on the top of your car again? <laughs> <laughs> Can we please all tell, right, that tell story? the story? Okay, all right,
2: okay. Okay.
0: So I, <laughs> <laughs> I purchased um, some wonderful, I mean perfect, seven-year-aged 2015 boxes of Partagas Series D Number Fives. I purchased three boxes for Senator Bam Bam and myself, and um, the last time I was coming, were, were we going here? Or were we going to the clubhouse? clubhouse. Clubhouse, clubhouse, going to the clubhouse, and uh, we were going to sit down as we do. You know, we don't just we don't just get together for the pod. We get together quite a bit. I mean. I was telling somebody today, I think I see Pagoda three, four times a week, you know, more than, (laughs) more than almost anybody in my life. I see the lizards. And uh, we see our wives. Yeah. (laughs) That is, that is calculated, by the way, on purpose. Please please edit. edit. (laughs) 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 So uh, I was rushing out of the house and I packed up our boxes that had come in for the guys and all of a sudden i'm I'm pulling out of my driveway, driving down the street and 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 my neighbor is like flashing his lights at me, and I'm like, "What the hell?" And I look out my rear view mirror and I see just shit flying off the top of my car, and then it hit me that not only did I put my Sodalo case with all my really good cigars in it, I had put two boxes of these h d5s on top of that that the, he was su- supposed to be delivering to that I was supposed <laughs> to be delivering to the guys. To us. <laughs> So I, I then jumped out of my car in a panic and tried to find 20 aged, perfect, beautiful D5s uh, off the the street. Were and, you actually uh,
1: hunting for cigars on the street?
0: I I found 16 out of 20. Wow. I, wow. I don't know where four of them went. It was that bad. Like, the boxes flew off the top of my car. I think your neighbor has them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we, coll- we went through them. Uh, Senator and I went through them. I, he and I were there first when I got there. And, uh yeah, there were only three or, yeah, three yeah, or four. Three were or four
2: were salvageable out of 20. Horrible. It's crazy. Oh, that, that's crazy. Horrible.
0: Hang so they were insured, huh? Yeah. They were insured by me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take care of the guys. But yeah, it was just stupid, man. You know, just running out of the house. But I destroyed 20. Really vintage, nice so the coupons. Le-
3: so the lesson is never put cigar boxes on top of your car. The,
0: cig- the lesson is don't be on the phone, rushing, trying to get out, trying to get to a cigar, you know. Don't multitask. Yeah, don't multitask. Yeah. And it's like
1: scary. Rooster said, never put cigars on the roof of your car.
0: Yeah.
1: So now you made good. He gave us all new D5s.
0: You got D5s. I gave I yeah. gave Senator Irvin I had
1: one the other day. It was fabulous. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's a good it. stick. Yeah, it's good.
0: All right, boys, we're coming to the end here of the... My father, the judge, uh, Toro Gordo, and uh, without wrapper. Without a wrapper, I can't even smoke mine anymore. <laughs> the binder is in my mouth, and it is not delicious. So um, let's do a rating. Let's see what we get. Rooster, you're up.
3: So yeah, I mean it's it's an okay stick. Yeah, I'm not loving it. Uh, I mean, I expected a lot of flavor, you know, a little bit of spice to it. There was none of that. There was not not much spice. Um, I mean it's it's an no, it's just an okay stick. I'm gonna give it a uh, six.
0: Okay, I am gonna give mine. Uh, I have not had a cigar unravel like that. A two. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been a long time. <laughs> Flavor was decent. Uh, everything, everything about it was as middle of the road as you can be. And so I'm gonna give the cigar a five.
2: Wow. I'm with Rooster. I'm gonna give it a six.
0: Pagoda.
4: Oh five for me, very flat. I didn't get the flavor, didn't like the smoke output. Um, Yeah, and I've had uh, uh, better experiences with my father on the different lines. And like I mentioned, I think I remember having, um, really enjoying the Opulencia and a couple of other ones. I I think this is a five for me.
1: I think maybe if we had this in a different Vitola, the, the scores could have been a little different. When I lit this up, I was at a seven in my mind.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was right there. I the, would have given it a six had I not had the uh, yeah the,
1: tasty. But as I'm in the final third, it's 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 a little tough. I'm at a six. Okay, I think that's a fair score.
3: Five point eight,
0: very close. Composite lizard score is a five point six. Wow, which is on the certainly on the lower end of the yeah. cigars that we've rated here, and I, I I honestly am surprised based on how it lit, but I think, very appropriate for the experience I had on this. But you know why
3: tonight. you should, maybe the you know listeners out there should try and uh, maybe try a different Vatolas. Yeah. yeah,
2: try the yeah. Robusto I, first. I, I think if
3: we've learned anything, if there's hope for this
2: cigar, this is a large ring gauge of it, we didn't get a ton of flavor. And so the only thing to produce more flavor is to get more of the wrapper and less of the filler, and that would be a smaller a ring smaller gauge. Ring. So yeah. if you're going to try it, to Rooster's point, Try it in a smaller ring gauge, and yeah. maybe that's going to. Serve Honestly, you and,
1: and if it were a bit shorter, I wouldn't get the you know the ammonia I'm getting now. Yeah, I think it's worth pursuing for those guys that are looking to try something. Yeah,
0: I think that I, I I think this is for a, a, a smoker who isn't smoking a ton of cigars, it wants a big ring gauge, doesn't want something that's going to kick them in the ass. I think this cigar would be fine for them, and they may very well enjoy it. Versus some other lower budget versions of of New World cigars that are just. In our eyes, just not smokable. Yeah. But, you know, it, I, I just, it's just mediocre at to, best. To go back though,
2: it, I think Bam maybe not intentionally use the word pursue. I, I, I would not say anyone
3: should pursue yeah, this, don't cigar chase this
2: as much as if you're in a pinch. Yeah. And you have to pick something up. That's
3: right. If yeah. you get
2: this in a smaller ring gauge, this may not be the worst thing. Yeah, well, we right. might
3: just be spoiled. We cont- are conteki smoking lizards. So.
0: But you know what? though? That's uh, to me that that's that's why we're doing this. Is I wouldn't share this. I wouldn't share this cigar with anybody that I know who could potentially want to have a cigar at any point. I would not recommend or share this cigar from my, from uh, as a lizard sharing it. Despite our, spo- you know, we are spoiled. Yes, right. it's it's. But we're, we're, let's, I'm sorry. I just want to give we're us a little though. bit of credit, though. We're, so
2: we're reasonable in that we rated a tiny little $5, $4 even yeah. tatuaje, yeah. Petit Cazadores, an eight point something. It was right. 8.3. Right. So, Absolutely. you know, we, we just want a cigar that's got a lot of flavor that's going to be really satisfying and that. Is as good in the first half as it is in the second, or right. as good in the last That's third fair. as it right. is the first. Yeah. That's right, and yeah. this just didn't do it.
1: And don't forget about the Liga Nine that we ranked very yeah, high. There's yeah, there's another new world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was and there's fabulous a fabulous cigar. And
0: listen, there's a lot more coming. So I mean, I mean, not every cigar that we smoke is going to be a seven, eight, or a nine. I mean, there's going to be some like this, and and I'm sure some at some point we'll come back to my father and and see what we find. But for now, boys, I mean, this might be somebody's favorite cigar. Who it knows? very well, I mean, you, it, know you know what? And, and if that if that. Floats their boat, good for them. It's part you know? of the journey, yeah. really. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, boys, a 5.6. For the your own judge. My father, the judge. <laughs> oh, man. And an 8.4 for the Robert Howell. Robert, Robert Craig. Craig. Howell. Damn it, I did that again. Robert Craig Howell Mountain. Uh, Cuvée. Kuve Very good. All right, boys, thanks very much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform if you have any comments questions if you want to reach out say hello tell us what you're smoking email us lounge lizards pod pod that's lounge lizards pod at gmail.com you can also find us on instagram at lounge lizards pod we really appreciate your time and we'll uh, we'll see you next week